Hey guys, welcome to the Trauma Room Podcast. This is TK and today's episode, we are picking up on where we left off about grief. So if you haven't already listened to the episode from last week, where we talked about grief and different types of grief and how to deal with grief. So just to recap that, we were briefly talking about WandaVision, a TV show where the main character did not understand how to properly express grief. So much so that she created a whole hex on a town where she could bring back to life her deceased loved one and interact with them as if they were living because she didn't understand how to cope with grief. And it was not her, you know, it was not her fault, really. It was and it wasn't. I mean, to recap, her parents had died, her brother had died, and this was the love of her life. And she had to kill him. So you can say it was not easy coping with that. Not at all. Um, so, we also talked about the death of my grandma in October of last year and how she passed away at home and how I saw her die, basically. And how it was scary, it was... other emotions... <laughs> It's just all the emotions that you can think of. It was, I don't, it's like, I can't even say like what it, I can't even really explain how it was the seeing this happen, like in real time, in real life. Uh, and it wasn't scary to the fact of like, oh my gosh, this is scary. But it was just like, this is like scary amazing that, you know, this is how I feel like God wants us all to pass at home with our loved ones and knowing because she knew uh, that we're passing away. Um, so this second part is about grieving and a majority of the reason why I'm able to cope with her death is because I saw it happen and you know the types of the stages of grief in that situation you know denial anger bargaining depression acceptance like in that situation it cuts out kind of all those stages because you know when you go to a funeral maybe you see someone pass and you can still be like well i wish they were here blah 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 or i wish you know but just knowing her life and she was 104 and just being able to accept like I'm looking at this happen in real time helped me cope with it in ways I have not been able to cope with death before. In the previous podcast we also talked about ambiguous loss which is the loss of a loved one or a relationship where the person is still alive you just can't talk to them. So especially when you break up with someone, that's an ambiguous loss because it's like they're they're not dead. But you can't reconcile like the feelings of grief that you have because they're not dead. They're still alive. They're just 
kind of did to you, which is which is sad, but but true. So in this episode, we're talking about how people grieve neg negatively. So a lot of times when people grieve negatively, they turn toward drugs or they turn toward alcohol or they turn to self-harm because they're not able to accept what's going on. And I can definitely understand that. I would say I grew up surrounded by death um, because my my great-grandparents raised me and they were in their 70s and 80s. So everybody else, they knew were in their 70s and 80s. And so it came a time like when I was four or five where like I was just going to funerals. <laughs> I was just going to funerals. So I grew up with, with death. I would definitely say the worst like grieving I've had was with my great grandma where she raised me and she was my mom. So it's very hard for me to cope with her death. It was very hard for me to reconcile her death. It's very hard. And I went through all the, and I was 17 or 18. And it was um, hard to reconcile like all of it. I would definitely say during that time, I did want to kill myself and be with her because I was like, there's no reason for me to be here if she's not here. Because I, I love, she was my whole life. Her and my great grandfather were my whole life. And even like at the funeral, look y'all, this was before Tyler Perry's Madeir and like years, years before. And her funeral was like a Madeir funeral, but not in a funny way. Just in a like, this is crazy. What is going on way? I got up and I was like, this family's not a family. Y'all don't care about nobody but money. Blah, blah, blah. She's dead and y'all don't even give a dang. It was just crazy. It was wild. And I, it was like a long funeral too. Um... But, and then, then the thing is, we, we had a cousin or aunt, I don't know who, who this lady was, but I promise y'all, this lady looked just like her. So imagine my great grandma has just passed. I'm looking at her at her funeral and then it's this lady that looks just like her walking around like she looked just like her and i was like who the heck is this lady get her out of here because this is ridiculous so that that definitely did not help grieve either because i was like this is who is this lady so i would definitely say that was the like death that it just took me years years to cope with i would say for probably about a week or a month, like at school, in high school, I would carry her obituary around, which just talking about this makes me remember that. I would carry her obituary around in my backpack. Then I also had like a wallet of hers that I would carry. I just, I just wanted to be close to her. 
and I can definitely see how Wanda, even though it's a show and it's fictitious, I can definitely see how she wanted to be with Vision so bad that she created this hex where she just was like, these people are going to be my puppets and we're going to act like we're married and all this stuff because she had just been through so much heartbreak. And sometimes grief is like that. Sometimes grief is so hard that you don't know what else to do besides have a nervous breakdown, besides break. But I'm here to say, I don't want to be cliche and say, oh, grief gets better because I don't think grief gets necessarily better. I think that you're able to cope and accept it and understand it more. I think that's what happens to grief. So, I don't think grief ever gets better per se. I feel that grief, I feel like you get better with coping with it, or at least that's what should happen. Unfortunately, some people don't get better with coping with it. And like I was saying, it leads to self-harm or drug abuse or alcoholism. Because grief, grief is hard. Let's not, you know, grief is not an easy thing to deal with. Whether it be a grief of a relationship or a grief of someone actually passing away. Or also just grief of a situation. Like you may be going from high school to college and grieving that, you know, because that's also a grieving time as well. Even though going to college is exciting or going to a new place is exciting. It can also be grieving because you're leaving one chapter of your life going to a different, a different chapter of your life. And that can be, you know, shocking. And I feel like grief is not always just the woe is me or I'm sad. Grief can sometimes be like you're grieving, but you're grieving in happiness because of the memories of the people. And I feel like a lot of times when we don't grieve properly, it's because we feel like we or the person left too soon or that we didn't get a chance to reconcile with them in some kind of way or that we just honestly dismiss them to a point where we're not able to fully accept that they have passed. And that's how I was for, for a long time with my great-grandma. I was... A teenager when she passed and she was my whole world along with my great-grandfather and that like I I didn't have good coping mechanisms for I would say a long time probably three to five years like after her passing um, I wanted to do self-harm and I just couldn't understand why she had to leave. Also, the way that her death happened, I mean, granted, she was an older person, but to this day, I still feel like someone has murdered her, and I will say that 
to that person if they wonder who they are. I feel like you murdered my grandma, my great-grandma, because I feel like it's true. Um, this is not the podcast for that, but if they ever hear that, that's how I feel. <laughs> um, so even the way like she passed, I just, uh, it's just, you know, not a situation where grieving seems like it can get where it's supposed to be. Also, you know, when people get murdered, you know, their families, you know, it would seem like, or it would be understanding if their families don't grieve the way society thinks they should grieve because their loved one was murdered. And so how can you really reconcile with someone being murdered? You may, I mean, you definitely feel like it's not a death like, oh, they died of a heart attack. So, you know, it must, it might have been to be, you know, this is like a murder. So it's like, how can that, how can you grieve with something where it just seems like it's not right or not fair? And I'm here to say like doing self-harm or turning to drugs or turning to alcohol is not, not the way to go. I was able to finally cope with my great-grandma's death better by just realizing that none of it was my fault, you know? And sometimes in grieving, I don't think we realize that, like, it's not, it's not our fault. This person has passed or is gone. And I think it's okay for us to realize that it's not our fault and it's okay to grieve. It's okay to be sad in moments. What I'm not saying is that it's, it's not okay to be sad the rest of your life because that person would not want you to be sad the rest of your life. And it may be cliche, but that is true. I'm pretty sure my great grandma would not be like, celebrate me by being depressed your whole life and not moving on and not doing the things that I taught you to do to be the person I want you to be, you know? So I feel like when we just sit in sadness, that weighs us down. And in a sense, we have died as well. And that's not true. We're still alive. And as long as we're still alive, we can grieve that person, but persevere in grieving them. Keep them as a memory, keep them as a thought, keep them as a prayer, keep them inside your mind, but don't be so focused on their life that you don't live your own. And that's what we get trapped in. We get trapped in the cycle of grief that is depression, where we just think like we're supposed to be this way. And I think we also get stuck in it because sometimes I feel like certain people may feel like if we're not depressed, the outside world may think like, oh, you don't love that person. You don't love that person because you're not depressed or something's wrong with you because you're not depressed. Even like with my grandma that passed in October and 
seeing her seeing her literally pass before my eyes people would ask my family or my aunt like hey are you okay and you know we'd be like yeah and they'd be like are you sure it's like they wanted us to be like crying bawling rolling over like beating like ripping off like just like in pain and it's just like that's not you don't have to grieve like that grieving looks different to everyone i'm just saying don't stay in the grief because with with my great grandma's death that's the type of grieving that i realized now was not right because i i stayed in that grief i wanted to be dead with her and if you know god had not allowed me to move past that i probably would have been because that's how much i was grieving and but with my grandma that passed in october i feel like definitely seeing seeing her die in front of my eyes and accepting it more and just knowing she was at home and she was loved because of my great grandma she was not even in her hometown and i don't think she was in a place where she was loved when she passed just ate and ate ate me up inside so much where i realize now but that type of grieving is hard that's not the type of grieving you want to do because you die along with the person and you're not you're no longer living you're just a body a shell because you have went with them basically and that that's not what that's not how grieving should look grieving should be where you grieve the person you have the sadness you have the anger you have the doubts but at the end of the day you realize this person is deceased in some cases or i can no longer see this person in other cases which is ambiguous loss and realize that you know none of this is my fault and that i'm going to be okay and with my grandma that passed in october's death i realized and my family realized as well that we're we're going to be okay and so many people were like well if you're here if you if you need to cry or anything it's okay and you know it's like i'm fine we're fine and I can definitely say it was because we we saw her pass away. It was it was just something out of the Bible. Like it was something out of like a movie because not a lot of people, which is strange to me in some kind of way, not a lot of people have saw people pass away, which it's like even even the whole concept of death i don't know how they do in other places in the world really but i know here even in death we kind of like cover it up you know like it's maybe in a hospital behind closed curtains or you know maybe someone is cremated and then they have a picture and it's like we really like shy away of even talking about death like to kids or preparing them like one day someone's going to die that you love 
and you'll still be here and it, it'll be okay. I don't, I don't think we do a good job of that. I, do, I don't, I don't think we do. I think we need to talk about death more and uh, grieving more and about passing away more and all of it. Um, I know when I pass away, I would like to be a tree. <laughs> and that may sound off kiltered or like, what is she talking about? But there are processes in place in different states where you can get buried naturally or you can like become a tree. Look it up. It's a real thing. I'm not just a, a weirdo, <laughs> but I just want to go back to nature because that's where we come from. Um, but that's a whole different thing as well. But I feel like if we were even to talk about that more, like talk about like the process of passing and all these things. I mean, when my grandma passed away, I looked up like the information on what happens to someone past, you know. And I wish I had that information, you know, when my great grandma passed or I wish I had more of a support system back then and that's important too i think sometimes people feel like they should just grieve in the corner by themselves in the dark away from places excuse me and i feel like that's that's not good either you need community especially if you know a family member has passed away and when my great grandma passed away I did not have community. I had to deal with it by myself. Yes, other people were alive that loved her and cared for her, but not the way I did. Not the way I loved and cared for her. So when she passed, it wasn't a support system that could rally, rally me and be there, you know, for me um, to help me cope. Not at first, but I would say God brought me my aunt and other people during that time to show me his grace and show me his mercy and show me that people were there that may not have knew her but were able to support me in my pain and my sadness about it and I feel like you need a support system if you don't have a support system especially if someone really significant passed in your life i would suggest therapy i would suggest therapy in a heartbeat because it gives someone that you can talk to where you can tell them you're angry where you can tell them you're mad at the person where you can tell them you're sad at the person where you can tell them that you don't understand how to cope with this and that you need help and that's the thing that people try to do by themselves it's very hard to cope with someone passing or even ambiguous loss where someone has died to you but is still walking around living. You definitely need therapy for that. And I would definitely say I've had also a case of ambiguous loss where it was very hard to reconcile that this person is no longer in my life but they're still alive, but I cannot contact or communicate with them because that's not how it's going to be. And I have to be okay with that. 
And that took a while. That took a while. But I am okay with it now. And I know that I'm going to be okay. And that's the thing that we need to realize at the end of the day, dealing with grief, that we're still here and that we're, you're going to be okay. I'm not going to say someone passes away and the next day you're going to be like, I'm great. Or the next year, like, I'm doing great. It may be years. It may be months or years. But the grief will persevere. But just like the WandaVision quote, what is grief but love persevering? You have to keep it in your heart and persevere with it. Not keep it in your heart to a point where you let it succumb where you let your heart succumb to it keep it inside your heart and think of their memories think of their life think of what they meant to you but don't keep it in your heart so much where it, it takes over your heart and and you just become this surrounding grief where that's all you want to do is just be in despair because that leads to self-harm and that leads to alcoholism or drugs just to just to cope with the memory of the person and like I was saying, sometimes people do that. They they just want to get rid of the memory so bad that they go to other outlets in order to do that. And it never works because then you have to keep doing that in order to keep the memories at bay. And so one part of grieving is to be in that moment of grieving. When you're sad, feel sad don't don't try to you know numb it when you feel sad feel sad when you feel happy about the person feel happy but just recognize that you're feeling sad because of that and not overall sadness and just let that moment pass and i think we hold on to a lot of stuff we hold on to a lot of stuff that we we shouldn't and so, just let it go. Just let it go. Thank you for listening to the Charm Room Podcast. And thank you for watching. And I hope to have more episodes just talking about different traumatic events or topics that can help you in some way cope or understand what you may be struggling with. If you haven't already, go and watch or listen part one to this uh, these episodes about grieving. And let me know in the comments, how do you grieve? Do you grieve in good coping mechanisms or bad, uh, bad coping mechanisms? And feel free to DM me on Instagram at the Trauma Room Podcast if you would like to talk to me about these or any other topics that I've talked about. I hope you have a good day.